Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio.
Let it no longer just be words that we hear, Father, but let it be truth to us. Let us come to know your word is truth, Father, and know that your word is true pertaining to everything in our lives, Father. Your word declares that you have given us all things pertaining to life and godliness in Christ Jesus, Father. Your word declares that we are seated in heavenly places with Christ, Father. You said that we have an inheritance that is stored away for us, Father, and that you sent your Holy Spirit to be the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession, Father. Father, give us grace, Lord. Give us wisdom, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Tonight, um, I'm not quite sure. It's funny, last night, um, and this is something we may have mentioned once before, um, is that um, me and Chris, um, after a month or so of doing this, we haven't really, since we do this every night, and originally we started off doing it like once a week, and then with the free broadcast, and then by faith, we stepped up and decided to do the two-hour broadcast, And but we do this every single night, um, not because we want a ministry. Um, for I mean that's the first of all we don't do this because we want a ministry or we desire a ministry um, we do this because there are people out there who are listening to internet radio broadcast because this blog talk radio is another avenue in which there are people who are lost and hurting who won't be found anywhere else and for those people, whoever they are, whether they believe in the Lord Jesus Christ or not, that's the reason we do this every night. So we don't miss an opportunity to help to tell people, whoever it is, about the love of God. And to tell people about the power of Christ that heals and delivers and saves. And most of all, to tell people that there is still a God in heaven who loves us and desires a relationship with us and with every person and that there is a deeper and amazing relationship that is available with the Father if people just know it. I mean, the Bible says that my people perish for lack of knowledge. And some people just aren't don't know that they can have a real relationship with God. God's always been um, sort of like a foreign entity, someone who is feels like they're a million, like he's a million miles away and not really involved much in their lives. But the truth is, and one thing that I've experienced and that Chris has experienced is that God is a very present help in time of need, and that His pre- the, word, the word declares that He is as close as the words coming out of our mouth and. We've lived lives, while not perfect lives by any stretch of the imagination, we've lived lives of experiencing the presence of God, and not in just church services, but in our daily lives, in our daily relationships and struggles with Him. And 
And I say struggles with him because, you know, the Bible says work out your own fear, your own salvation with fear and trembling. And a relationship, any relationship, whether it's with a person here or whether it's with the God of and creator of heaven and earth, is never it's never perfect. It's never something that's always happy. I mean, there's always a building process and a trusting process and a process of getting to know the person you're in a relationship with. And we have a relationship with the Father, not because we chose to have one, because He chose to have one with us, um, which He has with everyone. And the Bible declares that there isn't anybody out there who just decided to seek out God on their own. It was always the leading and drawing of His Holy Spirit who worked in our hearts and in your hearts and in our listeners' hearts. And and so God instigated a move to draw us to Him. And so we began, and many of you began a relationship with Him that over the years and over the months and over the days, it gets, um, I probably did that in reverse order, but the point is, is over time it gets better and it gets stable and it get, and it's not subject to fleeting whims and fleeting emotions. It's like a real relationship, like with my relationship with my wife, um, we don't always agree on everything. I mean, some things we do and sometimes we have far different opinions about things and, but but in the but like now I know I can sit in the same room with my wife, never actually say a word to her, and be totally convinced and totally full of confidence and trust and knowing how much my wife loves me, because over the course of our marriage she's proved it over and over again. And you know my relationship with God isn't different than that; it's pretty much the same. Um, I can be sitting in a room knowing that his presence is here, though I may not be able to necessarily see him. But because of the relationship I've had with him for so many years, I'm completely and totally convinced and persuaded of his love for me and his love for pretty much every person he created. Part of that is through reading the Word and knowing the character and personality of God from what the Word of God declares about Him, and also just from my relationship with Him and knowing and attempting to know His heart, and I'm nowhere near perfect, and I never will be until that day comes when I stand before Him, Um, because it's always a growing process. And so, um, so we do this every night, hoping and praying and making ourselves available to whomever is out there who needs him in whatever way they do. Some people need healing. Some people need deliverance. Some people need joy. Some people just need him to know that he's there. And and that makes every doing this every night worth it. Um, so what, what I was originally saying, I get sidetracked a lot, if you'll notice, um, or I go off on really long tangents. Um, we don't really prepare that much. I mean, I'll spend a little bit of time a few minutes before, which isn't a great amount of time, but a few minutes before just seeing what the Lord puts on my heart about what scriptures or where to go in the Bible. But even then, um, 
I may have an idea of where I think I'm going to go. And halfway through the broadcast, he may completely change it. Last night, um, I had a couple of different scriptures and passages I wanted to get into, and um, I didn't even get into them. They set up on my screen, and I never got to them. And then we had one caller, and the Holy Spirit took the entire flow and plan that I had thought out and completely morphed it and changed it. But, you know, that's okay. <laughs> my wife asked me tonight um, before the broadcast, because we were watching this cooking show that she loves, just relaxing after a very long weekend of moving. And she said, don't you need to go get in the spirit or something? And I was like, I stay in the spirit. And not to be boastful, um, really it's not. Um, because I'm just like you and everybody else. Um, but I know in him I've believed. And I trust the Holy Spirit. And I know there's times of preparation, but we do this every night and we work full-time jobs and so we spend a lot of time trusting in the Holy Spirit and just putting our faith and trust in Him that whatever is on His heart, He'll bring out. And, you know, and it's funny because I know this works because a lot of times I'll go to church and there will be something on my heart and it's ironic how the pastor who I don't talk to will preach a message completely geared to something that was on my heart or something that's been going on in my life and it never fails. And, and so I know that tonight and every night there's going to be someone out there listening and something that comes up, whether it's from me or from Chris, is going to be exactly what you need to hear. But it's not because we're great preachers or anything else. It's because God loves you and God is going to use any means he can to get his point across to you. And if it's not us, it's going to be someone else. Because he, God is adamant about proving to you how much he loves you and how much you mean to him and how much of a plan he really does have for your life. Um, so we're going to take a really, really quick break, um, get in a little bit more worship music in here. And we'll be back in just a minute. Um, our call-in number is 619-638-8458. If you need prayer for absolutely anything, give us a call. Um, we have a chat room open if you would like to get in there and chat. If you don't have a phone, you can email us at prayerinternational at gmail.com. And we will be back in just a few seconds. Jacob really longed to be a hero But all I really wanted was a friend I'm the way, the life, the truth Tell me, Jacob, when will the light end? Does the striving make you
you have millions and millions of those who believe in you, Father, who have not bowed their knees to the gods of this world, Father. In every country, in every nation, Father, in every city, in every town, Father. Lord, there are men and women and children who worship you and serve you. And, Lord, we ask, Father, that you would strengthen them with might by your spirit and their inner man, Father. Father, that the fire and the wind of your Holy Spirit would consume them, Father, in your presence, Lord. Father, that you would grant them peace, Father, inexpressible and full of glory, Father. Father, for every nation, Lord, that those who are serving you, Father, that you would provide the manna and the provision, Lord, According to your word, Father, in due season and perfect timing, Lord, Father, that you would speak to them through your Holy Spirit, Father, through dreams and visions, Father, through revelations, Father, through interpretations, Lord. Father, that you would guide them and lead them, Father, by your Holy Spirit, Lord, that your Holy Spirit would confirm your word through signs and wonders, Father, that there would be a renewed a, new, a renewed era of signs and wonders in this earth, Father, not for the signs and wonders, Lord, but that your the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, may be glorified, Father, that those who don't believe, would, Father, would come to believe, Lord, that you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus, be glorified in this earth, Father. Be glorified through us, Father. Father, for those nations, Lord, there are so many that still don't know you. There are so many who've never heard your name mentioned once, Father. So, Lord, just like you said, Jesus, Father God, raise up harvesters, Father. Raise up workers, Lord. Raise up intercessors. Father, raise up evangelists, Lord. Raise up teachers, Father. Raise up prophets, Father. Raise up a generation of strong and mighty men, Father, who will boldly proclaim the voice and the word of your of your Son, Jesus Christ, to the nations, Lord. Father, raise up children, Lord, who are not ashamed, Father. Raise up elderly and old, Father, who are not ashamed, Lord. Father, raise up men and women and children who can be strong in the power of your Holy Spirit, Father. Father, throughout China and throughout Russia, Father, throughout India and Pakistan, and Father, throughout Southeast Asia, Father, throughout Africa, Father, and Botswana, Lord. Father, throughout South America and North America, Lord, through Canada and Hawaii, even into the reaches of the North Pole and through Antarctica, Father. Lord, in Japan, Father, let a move of your spirit come. Father, not an isolated move, not here or there, Father, but be glorified, Father. Just as your Holy Spirit is moving over the face of the deep, 
when it was still without form and void, Father, once again, let your Holy Spirit burn and move over this planet, Father, from one corner to the next, Lord. Father, let your Holy Spirit circle this globe, Lord, bringing fire, Father, bringing fire and water, Father, the fire of revival, Father, the fire that burns, Lord, and consumes us, Lord, with your presence, Father, the water of cleansing and renewal, Father, and refreshing. Holy Spirit, show us Jesus and it is enough for us. Just reveal to us Jesus Christ even more. Even more, even more, even more. Thank you, Jesus, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Give us boldness to speak. Father, those things which you have those words which you've implanted into our hearts, Father. Let us not be a fig tree that doesn't bear fruit, Father, for your word declares that you will come looking for fruit, Father. And you said every good tree bears good fruit, Father, so let us bear fruit that will remain, Father. Father, for those who have fallen away, Father, who may have forgotten their first love, Father, those who have been enticed and drawn away by the things of this world and the passions of this world, Father, those who have lost and left their first love and have forgotten what it is to taste the goodness that you bring into your li- our lives, Father, I ask that you would seek them out, Father. Father, seek them out in the countryside and in the valleys and in the mountains and in the oceans, Father, in the cities, Father. Father, seek them out, Father, and turn their hearts, Father. Remove every hindrance that they have, Father. Remove every hindrance that we have, Lord, that would prevent us from knowing you, Father, that would prevent us from coming into your presence, Father. Remove our pride far from us, Lord. Remove our fear, Father, for your word declares that you have not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Father, remove our expectations, and Father, and give us your expectations, Lord. Remove our standards and give us your standards, Father. Father, increase our faith tonight, Lord. Increase our faith in you, Father, and in your word, Lord. And Holy Spirit, take this word and reveal it to us, Father. Let this word become food, Father, to us. Let it become that river of living water inside of us, Father, that we would never thirst so, Jesus, we come to you, Father. You, you, Jesus, you said that to the Pharisees that they looked through the scriptures because in them they thought was their salvation, but it was those very scriptures that pointed to you, Lord. So let the Holy Spirit, let these scriptures become alive and point us to Jesus. Jesus, we lay everything down at your feet. 
Father, not just at the feet of your cross, Father, but we lay them down at the feet of your throne. For we know that your word declares, and we have come to believe that you are seated at the right hand of God Almighty, Father. That you are there making an intercession for us. And so we lay all our burdens down at your feet, Father. We lay all, all our cares down before you. Father, we lay all our needs down for you. All our desires we lay down before you, Jesus. And we ask that you would have your way in us tonight. That you would have your way in our families. You would have a way, your way in our towns and in our communities. Father, in our cities, in our nations, Father, in this in these countries and in this world, Jesus, have your way. Be glorified among us and in us and through us. Father, we worship you. Jesus, we worship you. As the author and finisher of our faith, Father, we worship you. As our risen Savior. As the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. You said that you are coming quickly. And so we wait and trust in you. And we wait rejoicing of that day. But until that day comes, we rejoice in the presence of your Holy Spirit. We rejoice in the knowledge of our relationship and your love for us. Father, we rejoice that your word declares that you know those whom are yours and that the enemy cannot snatch them away. So, Father, we rest knowing that we are secure and safe in your presence, Father. Underneath the shadow of your wings, Father, we take refuge. Underneath the shadow of your wings, we take refuge. Father, when we delight ourselves in you, Father, for you are our exceedingly great reward. And nothing else will do. Jesus, nothing else will do but you and your presence. And so, Father God, I ask that you would make us one with you and with your son, Jesus Christ, Father. Lord, that you would make us one body of believers, Father, this bride of Christ, this pure and spotless bride, Father, this temple that your word declares you are building up for a dwelling place of God and the Spirit, for Jew and Gentile alike, Father, that you would make us one, Father, with our foundation and our structure and our chief cornerstone being Jesus Christ. Make us one with one purpose and one goal and one focus in mind, and that is you, Jesus. And Jesus, we thank you for your blood. We thank you for your salvation, for the salvation and that you've given us through your death on the cross, Father. We thank you that your word declares that by your stripes we're healed. Jesus, we thank you that your word declares that we are dead to sin but alive to God. Jesus, we thank you that your word declares that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That we are saved not by our own works, 
But your word declares that by grace we are saved through faith. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, thank you for your blood. Thank you for your blood. Thank you for your blood. If you need um, prayer tonight for anything, our call-in number is 619-638-8458. And I had a scripture in mind, and I haven't gone too much off course yet, so let's see how far I can get in the next couple of minutes. Um, I was thinking about faith a little bit today as something that occurred to me is that in the days and times we live live in, most of us only need to have faith in small bits here and there. Um, Faith and trust, trusting in God to provide for us. Um, And the occasional people who need to be healed. Um, But in general, those days are not every day. And so, as far as our own lives, and it's rare when it is. And so, most of the time when we have faith and we need to demonstrate our faith, it's for other people, which is the way it should be. And then there are those men and women who are out in the fields and in the underground churches and those people who are standing on the street corners. And, you know, I um, I live in Plano, Texas, and it's, it's funny because yesterday I was driving down the street um, making trips of moving things back and forth from our old place to our new place. And every week I notice that there's this group of people who – Stand on the street corner every weekend and hold up signs that pretty much say all they say is Jesus loves you. And they have a couple different phrases. But these three people or four people who have been out there doing it every week, I keep wanting to pull my my car or my van over and um, find out who they are. And and the reason is is because they weren't advertising anything except for Jesus. And it and Normally, when you see people out on the streets or wherever holding signs, they don't always look too happy to be on the street holding signs, which if I was standing on the street holding a sign, I don't, for whatever reason it was, I'm not sure how happy I would be either, unless it was for Jesus. And even then, some of us would probably be not used to it, and so it wouldn't be the most pleasant experience in the world to stand for hours and hours on end. But these people who I see every week, they have so much joy and they are so happy and just to be standing there on the street holding a sign talking about how much Jesus loves us and it it really was amazing um, because they're not expecting anything they're just being a message and you know we are we become the message that we believe Every now and then I actually hear things like that little phrase right there, and I realize it would make a really good sermon if I did sermons, but since I don't. Um, But it's true. We need to 
we become the message that we believe. The Bible says that we're living epistles not written on tablets of stone, but on tablets of flesh that is the heart, which means God is literally inscribed. Like in the Old Testament when Moses went up to the mountain, God, with his own finger, reached down and inscribed the Ten Commandments on tablets of stone, which would have been an amazing thing to see. But in these last days, he's taken that same finger and he's inscribed his words upon our hearts. And he's made us the living epistles. He's made us the living tabernacles of his word. The living, we are recorded writings of the presence of God. The thing about the tablets, where they spoke of God, and they spoke the tablets of the Ten Commandments, they spoke about God. But not only that, they were became representations of something that the hand of God had been upon. Because he actually touched them and inscribed on them. And we, so much more, because we've been washed in the blood of Jesus, we've been transformed from one state to another. Um, the Bible says that if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And, you know, we have become those tablets, but we're living tablets. And he, in one way, had, in, one, in one aspect, he's inscribed his words upon our hearts. So we become the recorded message of the Father and of the love of Jesus Christ. But at the same time, we also become living representations of his presence because he's, in, he's touched us and inscribed upon our hearts. The Bible says that we always carry about the aroma of the Lord. Wherever we go, whatever we do, we carry in this world a fragrance of the knowledge of God to a world that is, for the most part, still lost and doesn't have the knowledge of him. You know, I, I spend a lot of time at work with my friends and we debate all sorts of stuff about politics of the day and things. And um, one thing I realize is that, especially in religion um, and in Christianity, there are always, always, always going to be people who disagree with you. We, through our relationship with the Father, develop a understanding of what we believe to be true and what principles that we hold dear, not necessarily because they're ours, but because they're His. But there are always going to be people in the world who don't agree with us, who don't believe in the things we believe in, who can't believe in the things we believe in because they've never experienced what we've experienced and they've never seen what we've seen. But you know, it doesn't matter because I I, I remember this movie once and I wish I could remember the name of it. Um, but someone said something about 
uh, it was explaining something, and this other person said, well, I don't believe that. And the, this first person said, well, my my faith doesn't require you to. And, you know, it, it doesn't matter if every other person on the face of the planet stopped believing in him. Because my trust and my faith in Jesus Christ is not contingent upon anybody else believing in him. And yours is the same way. Once he has imprinted you and signed his words into your heart and taken your name and inscribed it upon the palm of his hand so that he would not ever forget your name. You know, once you've been touched by the presence of God, that's it. End of story. It's there. It's set in stone. And you know that he is the Christ, the son of the living God. And there is no God but him. And so it doesn't really matter what the world thinks. Because Ecclesiastes says that there's nothing new under the sun. And there's not. And, you know, people can fight and they can argue, and but it's always going to be the same. There's always going to be people who don't believe and there's always going to be people that do. And it's not our job to convince them. And we couldn't convince them if we wanted to because the Bible declares that they, it says in Romans, Eight, um, I believe it's Romans eight. It says that that the world, and I don't remember the exact scripture right now, but it says um, you'll have to trust me. Um, the Bible says that um, the world can't even understand the things of the spirit because they're spiritually discerned, and which means that the world on the outside who has not had the presence of the Holy Spirit. Illuminating their heart And they don't have this word illuminating their heart They can't comprehend the things of the Father They can't comprehend the things of God And so we try to force them to understand a point of view And force them to to believe and do things a certain way That they can't even possibly comprehend When what we should be doing is Praying that the Father would turn their hearts So then they can understand And then they would Believe the same thing we believe Not because we were good orators Or because we were very persuasive But because of the demonstration Of the Spirit And because of the Holy Spirit Doing what the Holy Spirit does Which is drawing men to the Father Because the Bible says it's by the goodness of God That leads men into repentance So um, Yeah Anyway this is um, Prayer International Radio um, our call-in number tonight is 619-638-8458. If you need prayer for absolutely anything, we're here. Um, give us a call. Um, we have a chat room that's open, so if you want to talk about anything, you can talk to us there, too. Um, 
Father, Lord, right now, in the name of your Son, Father, for anybody who's listening, Lord, who doesn't know you, Father, I ask, Lord, that you would reveal yourself to them. Father, just like you revealed yourself to me and to Chris, Lord. Father, that you would step into their lives, Father. Lord, that you would meet them right where they're at, Father. Father, that you would embrace them in your love, Father, and in your kindness and in your compassion. Father, that you would lift them from the miry pit, Father, and set their feet upon a rock. Lord, that you would open their heart and open their eyes so they could understand you and that they could see you for who you are. Father, Lord, I pray that you would wash away the tears, Father. Holy Spirit, that you would comfort them and... Father, that you would heal every wounding of their heart, Lord. Father, that you would heal every scar. Lord, that you would give them joy, inexpressible and full of glory. For, Father, joy that surpasses understanding. Lord, give them peace in their hearts and in their spirits. Father, give them the peace that only comes from knowing that they have placed their trust in you. Thank you, Jesus. And Lord, I ask that your presence would fill their apartment or their house right now. Holy Spirit, glorify Jesus. Holy Spirit, fill them with your presence. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We're here, God, because your promise has been fulfilled in us. We're here, God, because when we seek you, we find you. God, when we ask, we receive. When we knock on the door, you answer it. Your word is alive. Your word is alive today. It is truth. It is everything. Sad. 
Welcome back to Prayer International Radio. And this is our Sunday night broadcast, and we are about to enter our second hour. Our call-in number is 619-638-8458. If you need prayer for anything, give us a call. And in the studio, we also have an amazing, amazing, amazing man of God named Chris Herzog who I've known for a majority of my Christian walk with a father and a man who knows prayer and I know for a fact even though he probably won't tell you this that him and his wife spend most of their time seeking the face of God and when I say most of my time it means like like 20, 30 minutes here, whatever free time I have left after working and taking care of kids. But Chris and Tracy literally are on their face in front of the Father, sometimes for hours on end. Um, And they are both as real as it gets. They have been through the most extraordinary things. And have in their lives prove it um, that their character proves it their integrity proves it and 
think so. Um, are you there, Chris? Yeah, I'm here. How's it going tonight? Uh, How's church? Uh, it's been good. Been good. How are you doing? Not bad. So that hour went by really, really quick. So. Yeah, I mean, if you want to just continue to take it, feel free. Or if you, you know, if you're ready to. What you got? What's that? What's on your heart tonight? Well, I figured just, I was going to uh, let you take it over because I'm actually because I actually like listening to because I I don't always the, our audience may not know but I don't always get to listen to both broadcasts because usually because I have to get up at like four thirty five in the morning every morning and so usually after my broadcast I usually end up passing out um, and my wife was re was taking wallpaper off of our bathroom of our new house today and. And yesterday, and she spent all day listening to both broadcasts, and that's all she did, like, literally today and yesterday was listening to all the archives. And so I got to actually hear a lot of the messages for the last month. And so um, and and so I realized that, I mean, your messages are powerful. And when you pray, the anointing is so amazing, um, just because the Holy Spirit is amazing. And so, yeah, go for it. All right, well, thanks. Um, well, praise God. Well, for those of you that are listening, this is Prayer International Radio, and uh, of course, Sean has been sharing his heart for the last hour, and we're going to get into another hour of just some worship and prayer, and just see what the, the Father has to say. If uh, you want to call in, feel free. The number is six one nine six three eight six four five eight. Did it wrong. Six one nine six three eight eight four five eight, and of course you can reach us at www.prayerinternational.org. That's our website, and of course we've got some prayer uh, prayer request uh, page there. You can also email us at prayerinternational at gmail dot com. So praise God. Well, let's go into a time of prayer, and we'll just go ahead and pick it up. So, again, my name is Chris Herzog, and I'll be picking it up, I guess, for the next hour. And so, I know we've had some different prayer requests that uh, come in. And, of course, we have had some wonderful testimonies as well. But praise God. Um, just want to testify, we've heard, uh, you know, we've we've been praying for some different people that, that are out of work right now. And from what we heard today, a few different people have come across some work and the Lord's been blessing them uh with finance and with opportunities with, with you know, just blessing them in the in the work realm. So we're just thankful for that. We know God's a provider and so we just want to say thank you, Jesus, for that. You know, whatever your prayer needs are, whatever, you know, it is, whether it's, you know, for your family or for your finances, you know, a lot of times we, we really focus on the presence of God or healing talking about salvation and about Jesus a lot on this broadcast, which, of course, we always will. But a lot of times, you know, we need to realize God wants to meet us in our practical needs and, and just in our day-to-day living, our day-to-day life. You know, it's great to get into the deep things of God and pray for the spiritual things. But a lot of times, we need to realize that God says, whatever you have need of, you know, whatever's going on in your life, he wants to be there. He wants to be Jehovah Jireh, our provider. You know, he says, 
if you notice the hairs that, that fall out of your head or the cradle that falls from the tree, obviously he's going to take care of, of the needs of his children. And so whatever it is, uh, don't hesitate to ask the Lord. He says, call unto me, and I will answer you, and I will show you great and mighty things that you do not know. And if you trust in the Lord with all of your heart, lean up not on your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him and see that all your ways doesn't just mean your spiritual ways or your Bible-reading ways or your church-going ways, but, you know, it means in everything that you are involved in and everything that's a part of your life, commit it to the Lord. So praise God. God is faithful, and whenever you commit to him, he will take care of it loving Father, and he's waiting for you to reach out to him. Praise God. Well, let's go into a time of prayer, and then we'll go into some worship briefly, and then we'll get into the Word tonight. just want to thank you in the chat room. I know Brother Sean's been sharing his heart. We thank you for your faithfulness, all of you in the chat room. Uh, looks like we've got honest service, Brother Joe, Sister Lupe, Walk on Water, thank you for being so faithful to just share and pray and, and be there listening and supportive. And, you know, I know you guys have busy schedules and going on in your lives and other broadcasts and other ministries and family and things, but thank you for taking the time to join us. And that goes to all of you that are listening tonight to Prayer International Radio. Listen, if you, whether you found Facebook or Blog Talk Radio or our website, wherever you found us. We just want to thank you for tuning in. Thank you for giving us your time. Thanking you for inviting us into your home or your office, wherever you're at, if you're listening to archives or live. And for also praying and being a part of our prayer-based family. So whatever, you know, whatever you guys need, whatever you need prayer for, please let us know. We want to cover it. Even if it seems insignificant to you, realize Everything in your life is significant to the Father. And he says, let all things be done. Let all things be done. Through prayer and supplication. That we're not to be anxious for anything. And a lot of times we get so busy and we get so anxious about everything that we forget to really commit it to the Father. So with that being said, let's actually pray. So Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you right now, Lord God, for what you're doing in our lives. We thank you, Father God, for blessing us, Lord. I just want to thank you for blessing me with a wonderful wife and blessing me, Father God, for, for taking care of our needs and always being our Jehovah Jireh, always being our source of provision. Father, thank you for taking care of Sean and their family, Lord. Thank you for blessing us here at Prayer International. Right now, Father, we want to lift up your holy name. We want to praise you. We want to thank you with an attitude of gratitude, Father. And just declare, Lord God, we are thankful and we praise you and acknowledge you for everything in our lives that is good. And Father, right now we just want to thank you, Father, for our for our broadcast family, those that are listening and praying and joining in with us to different media streams. We ask, Father, your kingdom come and your will be done, Lord. Lord, establish your kingdom in their lives. Let your kingdom come. Let your kingdom come. Father, I pray, Father God, that you would give them a kingdom agenda, Lord, and that you begin to open up their ears and their eyes spiritually 
to begin to see into the things of the Spirit, to begin to hear the voice of the Lord. Father, you said, my sheep hear my voice, and the voice of a stranger they won't follow. So, Father, right now I pray, Lord God, that they would hear your voice, that they would follow you, Lord, lead them by your Spirit. We pray for every man, every woman, every child that's listening tonight, that they would be led of your Spirit, that you would anoint them and fill them with your Holy Spirit, Father. Lord, we pray, Lord God, your will being done. Lord, break them of their will, Father, and begin to give them the desires of their hearts. Begin to download your thoughts and your purposes. Begin to give them strategies from the throne room, Father. Begin to reveal their assignments and the hope of their calling. Lord, let their eyes be flooded with light, Father. So, Father, right now we pray for those, Lord God, that you are bringing into our family, Lord God. Thank you, Father God, those that are coming into the family of God through the blood of Jesus, by confessing Christ as Savior. Thank you, Father, for those that are experiencing your healing. Right now, if you're sick in your body, just lay your hand on whatever part of your body, and we're going to continue to do this because we believe in healing. If you're sick or standing in the gap or somebody's sick, just lay your hand on that part of the body where the sickness is or the infirmity or whatever it is and begin to command it in the name of Jesus to go. Listen, the Bible says the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells inside of you. And that God has given you authority and power over all sickness and disease and all the works of the enemy and that nothing by any means shall hurt you. He said, freely receive, freely give, cast out devils, cleanse the leper, raise the dead. He said, his signs will follow those that believe in my name that will speak in tongues, drive out devils, lay hands on the sick, and they will be healed. And you ask me, would you actually believe that? Yes, I did. I've seen it with my eyes. I've seen the Lord at work. I know the Lord is moving in the earth and his spirit is real and he's pouring out tonight. So receive by his spirit. Receive by his presence. His presence is pouring out tonight. So just receive that touch of the Lord. Receive what God is doing. Praise God. We're just thankful tonight for what the Lord is doing. Here at Prayer International, we're thankful for what the Lord is doing. He's bringing spouses home, restoring marriages. He's bringing children home that are on drugs and alcohol, those that have run away, those that have run out of the house of God, those that have fallen away from the faith. He's bringing back prodigal sons and daughters. Even now, in Jesus' name, Father, we say bring back the prodigal sons and daughters and raise up sons and daughters full of your spirit, full of your love, Full of your word, Father. Raise up a people passionate for the things of God. We just give you praise, Father, for what you're doing. We thank you, Lord, for what you're doing tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we say, How lovely. Your dwelling place, O Lord Almighty, for my soul long and even faint for you, faints for you, O God, for here. Is that 
that's your prayer tonight. Praise God. Well, we're back. And just having a few difficulties with the switchboard, but we're back. Look, we're going to go into a time of worship um, just briefly. I really want to just allow, I know Sean's been cheering his heart, but I really want to just take some time to let the presence of God just soak in. I don't know how much music Sean was incorporating into this last broadcast. We had a few things we had to take care of, and so I wasn't able to listen. I'll have to listen to the archive later. But um, right now we're going to go into a time of worship briefly, and then we're going to get into things and just see what the Lord has for us. We just want to bless you tonight, and we just thank you for listening. This is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog, and I'll be sharing for the next 45 minutes in between the worship and the prayer. Of course, if you want to call in, feel free to call in 619-638. Eight four five eight. Praise God, and we'll be posting up our information in the chat room. Again, that number is six three eight eight four five eight. We just thank you. This is Prayer International Radio.
labor and worship, isn't it? Praise God, that was actually from Christ for the Nations. We learned a lot of Christ for the Nations stuff. And before that, that was actually a, a, a Joanne McFadder with Better's One Day in Your House. Um, praise God. Well, you know, we just want to give God thanks tonight. I just really want to focus on gratitude and thankfulness. You know, we talked about praise being a weapon. We need to realize that, that what the importance of that. And I want to stress that again, you know. The Bible says to have the high praise of God in your mouth and the two-edged sword in your hand. We need to realize that there is a warfare with our worship. There's a weapon that we can forge through our worship and praise. There's a weapon when we choose to be thankful in spite of the circumstances. When we choose to praise God. You know, let me tell you. In the Old Testament, they would send the worshipers, they would send the singers and the praisers out on the battlefield before they would go into battle. And these singers and these praisers would literally set the pace for the presence of God for the angels of the Lord to go forth and begin to aid in the battle. And as I mentioned before, there were times, if you read the book of Kings, even in Hezekiah's day, when the army was coming up to take on Hezekiah, and I believe there was like 150,000 or 140,000 men, something like that, coming up to, I think this is Second uh, Kings, like, chapter 14 or 15, right before Hezekiah prays, and I'm going kind of just off the top of my head, but right before Hezekiah prays, when he gets the message from the prophet that he was going to die, and he prays and he asks the Lord, Lord, you know, we have mercy on me, and the Lord decides to give him 15 more years. Okay, praise God, and there's a message right there. Look, even when the doctor, and listen, the, the prophet had already come and told Hezekiah to prepare, and actually I'll jump back into what I was going to talk about, but the prophet had come and already told Hezekiah to prepare, that it was time for him to go, he needed to get his house in order and get things together, and the word had already been given, and of course he went before the Lord and began to weep and fast and pray and call the intercessors to fast and pray, and the Lord heard, and the Lord saw and the Lord had mercy on Hezekiah, and he extended his life for 15 years. Now listen, maybe you've been given a negative report from the doctor. Maybe you've been given a negative report from the creditor. Maybe you've been given a negative report from, you know, the marriage counselor. Whatever the case is, maybe it's the, your, your son or daughter's high school counselor, whatever it is, giving you a negative report. It's time to dig your heels in. It's time to begin to praise God. It's time to begin to go to the Lord, inquire of the Lord, and worship God. Now, let me tell you something, what I was going to get to. Okay, when you begin to worship God, the Lord is glorified. He begins to fight your battles for you. Just like in Hezekiah's day when this messenger came and said, Look, the king is going to come. The army is going to come against you. 
And he went and he prayed and the intercessors got the word of the Lord and they said, no, actually the angel of the Lord is going to go forward. It's going to scatter this, this king and, and send him back to his house. And the king will end up being killed in his own household. And so they sent the word of the Lord back to the king. And here the Armies of God, here Hezekiah begins to pray, and the prophets and the intercessors begin to go forward, and the things that the Lord had declared. And just like the Lord had declared at night, before the battle, before this army even got on their property, even got in their faces, the Lord sent an angel that went and slew the whole enemy's camp, killed the whole enemy's camp, give or take a couple of people and they went back home and then their own life was taken by members of their own household just like the word of the Lord came forth what am I saying look when your enemies come at you when your enemies come at you begin to worship the Lord begin to praise the Lord and the Bible says even though your enemies come at you one way the Bible says the Lord will send them fleeing seven ways see there's a worship there's a warfare there's a weapon that's forged through your worship, through your praise. So remember, before you go into the heat of battle, before you face your enemy, before you even go to the Lord and begin to pray and bring your request, the Bible says to enter his gates with thanksgiving in your heart, enter his courts with praise, come before his presence with singing, we need to realize there's a protocol. You don't just approach a king. You wait for the king to say, come up here. But there's a certain procession of honor that you bring to the king before you your request. And the kingdom should be treated no less equal, should be treated no less than a king, but he should actually be treated better. But do we give God the same respect? Do we give him the glory and the honor due his name? Do we give him the honor that he deserves? Do we ascribe to him who he is? Do we humble ourselves and worship and praise and lift up the name of the Most High God? You see, that's what God's looking for. That's what the Lord is looking for. He's looking for a people that will worship him in spirit and in truth. He's looking for a people that will honor and praise him, that will give themselves as a sacrifice of praise. Not only their minds, not only their mouths, not only their lips, but their hearts. Not only their hearts, but their bodies presented as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. For this is their reasonable service. What the word says. Praise God. This is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog. We're just thankful that you could be with us tonight, listening to the word of the Lord, listening to the worship of God. Pray that the Lord is touching you on this broadcast. Pray that this has been a blessing to you. Thank you for all of you in the chat room. Thank you for the guests in the chat room tonight. We just bless all of you. Of course, we 
try to keep track and add different names, different ministers, different ministries, different people that call in and give us their information. We put them on our prayer list and continue to lift you up throughout the day, lift you up before the Father, and we just bless you. So we're talking about praise. Listen, we need to do more praising. We need need to do more thanking. We need to do more thanking. Praise God. Thank you. 
This is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog. Of course, you can go to the phone, 619-638-8458. You can email us at prayerinternational at gmail.com. And listen, we're on the subject of praise tonight. I've already done a teaching on the, the high praises of God. We'll have to archive. We'll have to go back through and check out some of those archives and label some of them and see what they're all about. You know, it's funny. We never really prepare. We never really know. Sometimes the Lord gives us a thought or, you know, just a direction. But most of the time we really just spend our time worshiping and praying and taking care of what we need to and get filled up with the Word for the day and then just let it rip, you know, whatever the Lord says. And so I really felt impressed to read a few songs and just let that spirit of worship, that spirit of prayer, just really just filter over your spirit. Plus, it's good to just let the Word of God wash over your spirit. So Psalm 10 says, Why do you stand far off, Lord, and why do you hide yourself in times of trouble? You know, a lot of times, verse 1, when we go through a hard time, even David, when he was going through a hard time, it felt to him that God was standing far off, that God was hiding himself in a time of trouble. And sometimes we feel that way. But listen, God says he's an ever-present help in time of need. And he is not far off, but the Lord is near to those that fear him. Praise God. Verse 2, the wicked and his pride does persecute the poor. Let them be taken in in the devices that they have imagined. For the wicked, verse 3, for the wicked boasts his heart's desire and blesses the covetousness. And the Lord of course. The wicked through the pride of his countenance will not seek after God. God is not in all of his thoughts. Verse four, think about this. It says the wicked through his pride will not seek after God. God is not in all his thoughts. Listen. If you're in a place where God is not in all your thoughts, guess what? The Bible says you're wicked. Straight up. If God's not in all your thoughts, the Bible says in Psalm 10, verse 4, you're wicked. Think about that. See, God wants us to come to a place where we meditate on him day and night, where we think about him, where we have him in our thinking, where we have him in our thoughts, where we have him in our understanding. The Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so he is. That if we, the Bible says, he who keeps his mind on me, God says, I will keep him in perfect peace. Think about that. So, verse 5 says, his ways are always grievous, talking about the wicked. Thy judgments are far above out of his sight. For all his enemies, he puffeth at them. He says in his heart, I shall not be moved, for I shall never be in adversity. Talking about the wicked, verse 7, his mouth is full of cursing, deceit and fraud under his tongue is mischief and vanity. He's sitting and lurking in places of the villages, in the secret place does he murder the innocent. His eyes are privily set against the poor. He lies in wait secretly as a lion in his den. He lies in wait to catch the poor. He does catch the poor and he draws them into his net, verse 10. He crouches and humbles himself that the poor may fall by his strong word. He said in his heart, God has forgotten. He hides his face. He will never see it. Arise, O Lord. 
It's funny how we don't think God's going to see it. It's funny how we think we can take advantage of people sometimes in whatever situation it is, but God is always looking. He's looking in the secret places, verse 8 says. He does not want us to have our mouths full of cursing and deceit and fraud and be full of mischief and vanity. But he wants us to be full of the things of God, full of righteousness. Let's see what verse 12 says. The psalmist finally says, Arise, O Lord, O God, lift up your hand and forget not the humble. Wherefore did the wicked condemn God? He has said in his heart, Thou will not require it. Thou hast seen it, for thou beholds mischief and spite to requite it with thy hand. The poor commits himself to thee. Thou art the helper of the fatherless. Are you fatherless today? The Lord says it'll be the father. Be the fatherless. It'll be the father for those that have no father. It says, break the arm, verse 15. David says, break the arm of the wicked and break the arm of the evil men. Seek out his wickedness till he finds none. Then he says, verse 16, The Lord is king forever and ever, and the heathen are perished out of his land. The Lord has heard the desire of the humble. That will prepare their heart. That will cause thy ear to hear. See, if you're humble, God will hear you. Be humble. Humble yourself and reach out to God. And God will also judge the fatherless and the oppressed, that the man of the earth may no more oppress. God will relieve you of your oppressors. Praise God. Let's continue. I'm going to keep going. Psalm 40. I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined unto me, and he heard my He brought me up also out of a horrible pit. This is Psalm 40. He brought me out of a horrible pit and out of the miry clay. And he set my feet upon a rock and he established my going. Do you ever have to wait patiently? Have you ever feel like you've been in a horrible pit? You've been stuck in the mud. You've been in the miry clay. Everything just seems kind of like you're just sinking down in it. Like it's just weighing you down and coming over you. This is what the psalmist says. God will set your feet upon a rock and establish your going. Verse 3, he put a new song in my mouth, even praise our God, many shall see it, and fear, and shall trust in the Lord. See, you got to get a new song in your heart. you got to get a praise in your mouth. Get a new song in your mouth. Get a praise to your God. And when people see it, they will trust in the Lord. Verse 4, blessed is the man that maketh the Lord his trust, that respects not the proud, nor turns as such to those lies. Many, O Lord, my God, are the wonderful works which thou hast done. And thy thoughts, which are to us word, they cannot be reckoned. There's many wonderful works that God has. And blessed is the man that puts his trust in the Lord. You've got to put your trust in the Lord. Blessed is the man that maketh the Lord his trust. 
respects another brow, nor turns and such to lies. Praise God. He continues, and thy thoughts, the thoughts of God, are which are to usward, they cannot be reckoned. Verse 5 says, if I would declare and speak of them, they are more than that can be numbered. See, God is always thinking of you. God is always declaring good things over you. In fact, you can't even number them. You can't even count how many good things God is doing. Sacrifice and offering, thou do not desire my ears. You have opened. See, if you want your offering and your sacrifices to be received, you got to make sure that they're offered, not with sin, they're offered with a broken and contrite heart. We'll get into that in a little bit. He says, Bird offering and sin offering you have not required. Then said I, Lo, I come in the volume of the book it is written of me. Verse 8, and this needs to be your heart. Listen to the heart of the psalmist in Psalm 40, verse 8. He says this. He says, I delight to do thy will, O God. Yea, the law is within my heart. Is God's law within your heart? Do you delight to do the will of God? It's very important. Verse 9, I have preached righteousness in the great congregation. I have not refrained my lips, O Lord, you know this. I have not hid thy righteousness within my heart. I have declared your faithfulness and your salvation. Do you declare his faithfulness? Do you declare his salvation? Do you conceal the loving kindness of God, or do you share the loving kindness and the truth? See, God wants his people to not hide, but to declare the works of the Lord, to declare his faithfulness, declare his salvation, declare his loving kindness, declare his truth. Verse 11. It says, Withhold not thou tender mercies from me, O Lord, but your loving kindness and your truth continually preserve me. Are you letting his loving kindness and his truth preserve you? That's what will preserve you in life, your integrity. And that love of the Lord, God loving you and your love for God and your integrity, your your truth will continually preserve you. The word of the Lord will preserve you. You live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Truth, truth, truth. Verse 12. For innumerable evils have compassed me about. My iniquities have taken hold upon me. So that I am not able to look up. They are more than the hairs of my head. Therefore my heart faileth me. Be pleased, O Lord, to deliver me. O Lord, make haste to help me. Let the Lord help you today. The Lord's pleased to deliver his people. Verse 14. Let them be ashamed and confounded together that seek after my soul to destroy it. Let them be driven backward and put to shame that wish me evil. Let them be desolate for a reward for their shame. And those that say, aha, let those that seek thee rejoice. Be glad in me. Let those that love you and love your salvation. Say the Lord be magnified continually. Say the Lord be magnified. See, we need to magnify God. We need to make God bigger than our problems. Make God bigger than our circumstances. Make God bigger than everything else in our life. Magnify Him. David said, But I am poor and needy, yet the Lord thinketh upon me. Thou art my help and my deliverer. Bring no tearing, oh my God. Look, when you're in need, when you're broken and poor in spirit, 
The Lord will think about you. The Lord will deliver you, and he will not wait. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise. Praise God. So that's Psalm 40. We're going to take a quick little praise break. We're going to get back into it. Praise Jesus.
Praise God, we're back. My name is Chris Herzog, and this is Prairie International Radio. And this is another edition of Face to Face. Wrapping it up, the last five minutes of the show. And of course, we've been sharing out of Psalm 10 and Psalm 40. Of course, I'm not really sure where Sean was at. I haven't had a chance to listen to that half the broadcast yet. But I uh, just wanted to share one more psalm and wrap it up. We've been talking about praise, the power of praise. And the word of God in Psalm 100 says, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness and come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth dwells and endures into all generations. We just want to encourage you, look, if you, maybe you don't think you can sing or praise, the Bible says, make a joyful noise. And serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Look, whatever it is, even if you don't think you can carry a tune in the bucket, listen, I can't, but you know, I sing to the Lord from my heart because the Bible says to It says, know ye the Lord, he is God. He has made us, not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Listen, he says, my sheep, now my voice. And he is looking out for you. He is watching and brooding over you today by his spirit, speaking to lead you and guide you as the good shepherd does. He says to enter his gates in verse 4 with thanksgiving in your heart, enter his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Just remember that. You know, if you want to have favor with God, if you want to move God, if you want to move the hand and the heart of God, then learn to be a worshiper. The Lord is good and His mercy is everlasting and His truth endures for all generations. Praise God. That was Psalm 100. And I wanted to get into a few more too, but you know, for the lack of time, we'll just be back tomorrow. Let me see if maybe I can squeeze Psalm 120 in real quick. Praise God. Obviously, I won't be doing 119, but maybe we have time for 120. In my distress, Psalm 120, I called upon the Lord, and he heard me. Deliver my soul, O Lord, from lying lips. Deliver me from a deceitful tongue. See, we need to have our mouths. See, the Bible says we're ensnared by the fruit of our lips. We need to have our mouths uh, transformed and changed, conformed into the image of Christ. Verse 3 says, What shall be given unto thee, and what shall be done to thee, thou false tongue? Sharp arrows of the mighty with coals of juniper. Woe is me that sojourn in my shake. And I dwell in the tents of Kedar. My soul hath long dwelt with him that has peace. I am for peace, but when I speak, they are for war. We are to be men and women of peace. 
Men and women of peace, praise God. Praise the Lord. Let's just go ahead. We'll wrap it up on that note. Let's go to Psalm 150. Quickly. Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the sultry heart. Praise him with the temple. Timbrel. Praise him with the dance. Praise him with the stringed instruments. Praise him with the organs. Praise him with the piano. Praise him with the cymbals, the sounding cymbals, the loud cymbals, the everything that has breath. Praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Why am I saying this? Listen, it's time to get the high praises of God in our mouths and a two-edged sword in our hands. Time to get praise as a weapon. Begin to praise the Lord and have a thankful, grateful heart. It's what brings his presence. It's what brings the person of Christ. It's what brings the power. And it's what brings you into the promises of God that will transform your life. So let me pray for you. Father, right now we just want to lift up all of our listening audience here at Prayer International. Father, we just pray for every man, woman, child, teenager. We pray that you'd reveal yourself to them in a mighty way, help them to get a praise, to put on a garment of praise, to come against the heaviness. We break every yoke in their lives. We seek salvation, healing, deliverance, and freedom. Bless their families, bless their finances, and bless their future, Father. We just ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.